Hi, everybody. Uh, my apologies for getting this recording out a little late. Um, beginning Monday, we'll be back on our uh, usual schedule next week. Um, so we picked up uh, in the middle of test Ahmed Aleph, almost totally, almost a little bit below the middle of the page, the last three lines and the last three words in the line of Rebbe Hai Torah Achas So the uh, the Gemara just said before that the Rabbanan uh, had learned this concept that uh, you know any time there is an Isser that brings with it kares and done b'meizid done on purpose, so then the shogeg. When it's done accident, you bring a korban chatos. And the passage they used was, Tarachas yalechem They connected that phrase of Tarachas, there's only one Torah for everything, and connected to, There's a connection to those who do things on purpose, to those uh, when it comes to all, all uh, cases of Vodazara, etc. Just like a Vodazara is always going to be, um, when you do it on purpose, you get kares. When you do a bishogi, you get you bring a chata, so it's true by all other halachas. But Rebbe didn't learn it from there. He learned it before from the word aleha. So now the Gemara wants to know, Rebbe, hi, Torah achas, my ovilis. What does Rebbe do with that phrase? Torah achas, yalachem. What does that come to teach us? It is not teaching us this halacha about shogi gemezid when it comes to uh, karis. So he answered the Gemara, me violated the chedesani. He needs it for the following price of the vishimatzinu shechalach hakaso, bin yachidim the merubim. We know that the Torah makes a distinction between an individual and many people. Yechidim miskila that many people, talking many people and sorry, an individual or many people who violate um, the isra of Avodah Zarah, um, and explains as follows: Yechidim um, miskila an individual who who uh, does so. So what's going to happen? They get the isra skila. They get they get uh, stoning to death. Lafikach mamonan palat. And therefore, because they get killed with skila, which is considered one of the most serious of the four different ways that person is killed in Bezdin, so even though that person is killed, their money goes to their heirs. If their money is spared. A merubin, besides, but if you have a lot of people who do avodazar, what happens? So as Rashi points out, about 12 lines up, merubin irhani dachas, or if irhani dachas, a city where the, uh, the vast majority of the people were involved in doing a Vodazar altogether. So what happens? Besaif. So they get killed by the sword, um, not through skila, which is a little bit less serious level of way of uh, capital punishment. They're all pretty bad because they're capital punishment, but nevertheless, Saif is considered less severe. And therefore, the fikach mamonon avod. But since they get a lower level of the punishment, they have a separate punishment of their their uh, belongings to get destroyed. It's Allah is you burn the entire city to the ground. So, so what? So, so you see that when it comes to many people and an individual who are involved in Avodah Zarah, there's a distinction. So I think to make a distinction here also, Yachol Nachlok be Karbon Osayen. I might have thought that the Karbon should be different. That a Yachid who does, an individual who does uh, Avodah Zarah might be different. Might be Shogek. Might be, you know, again, this is the person not going to be killed. They're going to bring a Karbon. Might be different than, some, than, a, than an entire community, uh, a, a large group who do Avodah Zarah together, Bishogek. We have a different type of korban. Tamalomar Torah achas yelachem. So comes the Torah to say no. Torah achas yelachem. They're all going to have the same halacha. They bring the same korban if they do a vodazara bishogik. Okay. The Gemara is not so happy. Maskas or chilkia mihagronia or chilkia mihag from hagronia is not so happy with this. He says as follows: Time it because Rachmana Torah achas yelachem halav hachi have a minin nechlak. What only if it says 
If not, if not, I would have thought to make a distinction that give a, a different korban for a group of people who do Avodah Zarah versus an individual who does Avodah Zarah My lifesu. If I make them this, you know, again, this special um, group, the, the, again, an individual who does so brings uh, korban chathas. Um, but you want to bring us a special, a special type of chathas for, for a group, for a seaboard? What would they bring? Lysupar, if you want to bring a, a cow, Sibor, Bashar, Mitzvah to the Mysore, then that's what a, 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 the community brings when they do another Mitzvah Bashar, right? It's a par helm, helm, Sibor, right? When the, when the entire community makes a mistake because Sanhedrin told them to. So that, that's, they bring a par. So that's a different, other Mitzvahs. Kisva, you want to bring a female sheep, Yachid, Bashar, Mitzvah to the Mysore. That's what a Yachid brings in other, in other cases of uh, other Mitzvahs when they, when they, do, when they do this at Bashar, Seir, a goat, nasi b'shar mitzvahs with the mitzvah. That's what a nasi brings in other in other types of mitzvahs. Par la ola la seir lechatas. Or how about bringing a par, a cow, as an ola, as a burnt offering, and a seir and a goat as a chatas offering? Seir or shalchavim with the mitzvah. That's what the that's what the community brings. Let's say the Sanhedrin would make a mistake and tell everybody to do a vodazar. Can you imagine such a, such a mistake? So that if that would happen, so there again they would bring a par for an ola and a seir for a chatas. That, so that's again so. So then what's left over for this special consideration of the, of the tzibor? And just to clarify, the parla ola basir lachatas. So maybe, again, you should have a, bring out a, um, a cow for an ola and a, and a, and a goat for the chatas. Tzibor ba'avodosu That's what the tzibor um, brings when they make a mistake. Again, if Sanhedrin make a mistake. And, and cause them to, to do a that's what they would bring. But this, we're talking about a case of a, of a tzibor that on their own made, made such a mistake. So what would I think that they should do? So again, there's nothing left unique for them. So maybe what they, they should just bring a, a female goat. That's what a yachin brings. So there's nothing left for them to, to bring. Meaning, so the point being, there's, there's no other unique option that the Gemara is trying to say that I would have had a half of me and I would have thought that this group who did a vodazar by accident should have to bring. Because no other options available, so if that's true, then I, there's not really any reason to believe that they'd have something unique for them, and therefore I don't need the pasuk of Torah Chas Yelachem. So Moshe says, "No, it's Tzirich. I do need the pasuk. Why Sacha Dadecham Ina Hovet Tzibur Baharia Mayusu Parla Olav Shelechatas In Yunamu Neisu Ipcha." So what might I have thought? Maybe I would have had to have me. I would have thought that since the Tzibur Behara, I right, guess the case where the Sanhedrin makes a psak. And they tell them to do something which ends up being a Zara and they didn't realize. Um, in that case, they bring a par for an ola and a seir for achatas. I would have thought maybe they should flip. And, that, and, and the people who make the mistake on their own, without the Sanhedrin telling them to, maybe they should bring a seir for an ola and a par for achatas. Okay, maybe I think such a thing. Um, and therefore, I need the pastor to say, no, tarah tzarech takana. Or, this is even more uh, kind of an astonishing possibility. Rashi says, uh, what does that mean? Literally, it means that they need it and they have no, but they can't do it. Rashi says, "Inami afilu lo mishkachas la korban lachalik." Even if I have no other option of a korban that they could bring, neima tsrichin hanim rubim chiluk ben yachid ben yachid veleka. You might say, "I don't know. You need to bring something unique, and there's no opportunity." And therefore, hilkach einlem kapara. I think since there's no unique offering for them to bring, they can't get any kapara at all. They can't get absolved of their of their avera. Kamash Malan, Tarach Asiyelachem, no, it's okay, they can bring the same Korban as a, as a Yachim. Okay, but the bottom line is, that's the purpose of this Pasuk, according to Rebbe, 
And this actually concludes the entire conversation that started all the way on Dafkim Lebeis about explaining the verse, the, the, the Pasuk Aleha, and what it's there for. And we've kind of ended that point. And now we're going to go on to talk about um, just more explanations of our original Mishnah, which quoted, which talked about the 15 Arayas. And the Gemara, base, the Gemara now is going to talk about this, uh, this question itself. So, Amle Levi, the Rebbe, Levi says to Rebbe, My Irya Datani Tesvav. Why did the Mishnah, again, if you remember all the way back to Gimel Amabes, or, or Beis Amal, our very first Mishnah, we talked about the entire Daf Beis, actually. We talked about uh, the 15 women who are Arayos, right? That, who are forbidden to the brother of the man who passes away. And it's for that reason they can't do even with him, and their Tsaros can't do even with him, etc. And he listed 15 specific examples of Arayos. So Gemara says, wait a second, there was a 16th example of a woman who's in Erva who the Gemara should have, the mission should have noted. Okay, so who's that? So Amalei, so he responds to him, um, it seems like this individual, Levi, has no brain in his head. <laughs> Why? It's a very strong thing to say about him. My dad, Imo Anusas Aviv. Imo Anusas Aviv looked at Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Banani. So what, what, what's, what's the case you're thinking about, Levi? The case that should have been the 16th case. The case known as Imo Anusas Aviv. What's Imo Anusas Aviv? It literally means his mother, who was the woman who was raped by his father. Meaning, look at Rashi. Um, so that what happened? Shenasa Achiv me Aviv. So what happened? So what happened as follows. Is that Ruvain... Um, sleeps with a woman, Rivka. He's not his wife. She for, he forces her to sleep with him. And they end up having a child. Let's call him Binyamin. Okay? Ruvain has another son. Ruvain has another son also, who's Binyamin's brother, Dan. Dan has no connection to this original woman. And Dan marries her. Right? The father passes away. And Dan marries this woman, Rivka. Again, Ruvain was never married to her. Ruben was never married to Rivka, so Don marries her. And then what happens? Don passes away. So Don passes away. He was married to Binyamin's mother. Okay? So the woman who Binyamin now should, could have, you know, uh, again, could have done Yibam with is actually his mother. She's his mother, um, not because she's married to his father, but she's his mother because his father had, uh, had raped her. And in that scenario, um, again, Binyamin doesn't do Yibam with, with, with this woman. Why? Because she's his mother. And that's the reason why she's excluded. Um, so, so, um, so that that's the case. So, um, fine. So, Levi's assuming that should be a sixteenth case that should have been excluded also. Um, okay. And the Gemara said that's not true. Why not? Why? Why should that have never been included? Because that case is actually a machlokas. It's a machlokas between Yehuda and the Rabbana. What's the machlokas in your Yehuda in the Rabbanam? The machlokas says, follows. Look at Rashi. Rabbi Yehuda says, in that scenario, right, that they're not allowed to do Yibam. Rabbi Yehuda says, So what's going on here? The case is, the point is that Rabbi Huda thinks the whole thing is, he, he thinks he, um, that 
Yehuda thinks that it's that it's forbidden for this this Ruven's son to even marry this woman Rivka in the first place, right? Because again, this woman Rivka was was not married to Ruven, but she was his Anusa. She, he had he had raped her. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, Ruven's son is not allowed to marry Rivka in the first place. So if, if he's never allowed to marry in the first place, what's not going to happen? <laughs> it's never going to again. Reuven has two sons. We call them Benjamin and Dan. Benjamin was the son that came from his relationship, his sexual relationship with Rivka, who was not his wife, but she raped her. And then he has another son. So if that son marries Rivka, now it becomes a question. If he would die, then she would fall to the brother, Benjamin, right, who's her son. That's not going to work. But according to Rabbi Huda, the whole thing doesn't start. Why? Because Dan can't marry Rivka. Because Rivka is his wife, his, his father is Anusa. So there's not even any conversation about such a thing happening. It's only the Rabbanan who allow a person to marry their, husband, their father's Anusa that such a case could even exist. So that's what the Gemara is saying. The Gemara is saying, since that case, it's a machlogas, where the case could even exist in the first place. And the Lokamari, our mission doesn't deal with cases that are machlogas, whether they could even exist in the first place. And that's why it wasn't included. So the Gemara says, really, is that true? Velo, Varei Isra Mitzvah, the Isra Kedusha, the Pligi Rabbi Akiva, Rabbanan, Vikatani. Right, so but wait a second. That's not true, says says the Gemara, because we actually know there are examples of um, examples of cases that are machlokas between Rabbanon, and they are mentioned not in our Mishnah but in Mishnah later on. What are we talking about? What are the two cases? Isser mitzvah, Isser kedusha. So Isser mitzvah means what's referred to later on in the Gemara as shnios la rayos. For example, if a person is usher to marry their mother, they're also usher to marry their mother's mother. They can't marry their their mother. They also they can't marry their father. A woman can't marry her father. She also can't marry her father's mother. Um, or, or a man can't marry his father's mother either. Um, those are erva midrabanon um, because of the connection to the issue of marrying your own mother. Um, so th- those cases, that's what's called an isr mitzvah. Um, isr kedusha means it's not an isr, uh, not an isr karis, but uh, alosa say, because of the status the person has. So for example, uh, a mamzeres, Right, so a mamzeris is not that's a, a child, a woman, uh, a girl who would be born out of an adulterous relationship. So a, a woman's married to somebody else, she has an affair uh, with another man, and they have a child. That child is a mamzer. If it's a boy, a mamzeris. If it's a girl, they are a Jew. They're totally a Jew, but they're not allowed to marry another Jew um, or non mamzer. Um, so, or uh, let's say, for example, a grusha or a chalutza, a woman who's been divorced to marry a kohen. So that that is uh, an isralav. And it's a losa say, to, to marry in such a case, but it's not, a, not an isakaris. So both of those cases, um, the Gemara, the, the mission will talk about later on, those, those isur. So the question that mission will discuss, if you look at Rashi, isur mitzvah, isur kedusha, lekamen beperaketzad, davchav, koshi isura, isur erva, locholatis, vlais, yabemis. So the, the case there the Gemara talks about is an isur erva, if it's an Isra Erva, there's no Chalitza, there's no Yibum, there's nothing to even talk about, right? She is my sister, right? My, my, or, sorry, my brother's married to my daughter, right? So that's the end. There's, there's not even a conversation. When the brother dies, there's no Yibum. Why? Because she's an Erva to me. Fine. However, Isra Mitzvah, and he, Rashi explains him, Kigon Shniyos Midiri Sofim, which I mentioned before, the Shniyos Larayos, O Isra Kedusha, Kigon Shinoth, the Fad of Mamzeres, etc. In those cases, what does the mission say? Choletes. We don't say she's usher to you. So let's say, for example, that my brother was married to a mamzeris, right? And now, and now uh, he dies with no children. 
So now I'm supposed to marry this, this Duyibim with her, but she's a Mamzeris, I can't marry her. Or she's a Grusha, and I'm a Kohen, so I can't marry her. So, so what happens in such a case? Um, that case, I do Chalitza, but I don't do Yibam. So you might have thought, I should do nothing, right? It's, I'm, I'm also to marry her. So why is that not the case? Says Rashi, Because a regular Losasei is not enough if it doesn't carry with it kares, it's not enough to get rid of my requirement of yibum legamre. But but I still can't do yibum. Why? Because she's usher to me. So certainly I can't do yibum in such a case. Um, Rabbi Kiva's opinion is that no, what do you mean, do chalitza but not yibum? She's asur to me. If she's asur to me, she's asur to me. And there's no t- possibility that yibum would even apply in there if I don't do yibum or chalitza. So that happens to be, so the bottom line is, we have an example of a machlokas rabbanan and Rabbi Kiva, and nevertheless, it's quoted in the Mishnah. Again, it's not a Mishnah here, it's a Mishnah later on, and And in that case, again, you told me in our original Mishnah, we wouldn't count case number number sixteen. The case of um, the case of Anusas um, Aviv, uh, uh, right? Imo Anusas Aviv. We wouldn't why could just because it's a case of a machlokas. What do you mean? We have a case later on, which is a case of machlokas. The Isra Mitzvah and Isra Kedusha, and nevertheless, we uh, we quoted in the Mishnah. So what's going on here? So answers the Gemara. Pepirkin Karmin. No, I mean in our in our in our. Uh, in our parak here, right, right here, in the beginning of the Mishnah, we don't want to have a machlokas. Why is that? It's an interesting uh, question. Um, something I'm going to explain, because, uh, you know, well, I will say in a second. That in our Mishnah, we don't want to deal with machlokas. So, uh, sorry, something I'm going to explain that, that in, in that scenario, because we're just, in our original Mishnah, we're just getting things started. We're just beginning the discussion of all these halachos. We didn't want to start with a case that is a subject of machlokas. We want to make it clear. I um, mean, that's why we start. In our beginning of our Mishnah, no machlokas, but no, no cases that are sorts of, uh, the source of machlokas, the subject of machlokas, but later on, um, we, we're okay with that. Okay. But the Gemara is not done. It says the Gemara is follows, Sahabe Shammai. Sahabe Shammai, Matirin Sitzaras La'achin, Ubezhila Osrin. Meaning that our case, we've talked about a lot already, the case of an Isser Erva is not actually so simple. And it happens to be, sorry, the Isser Tzara is not so simple. Again, we spent a lot of time talking about the Isser of Tzara and assumed it to be Aser, that, uh, that the Tzara is Aser, right? The Tzara of Erva is Aser for Yibam. Um, but the truth is, it's actually Machlokas, and that Beis Shammai is actually Matir. So you see, actually, it's a case of Machlokas, and nevertheless, we talk about it in the Mishnah. So what's going to be the answer? The answer is a case, we, an answer we give many times in Shas, Beis Shammai, Beis Makam, Beis Hillel, ain't a Mishnah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I know Beis Hillel argues. I'm sorry, Beis Shammai argues with Beis Hillel. But let's be honest. Whenever Beis Shammai argues with Beis Hillel, it's, a, it's an opinion, and it's an valid opinion, an important opinion, but it's really considered, of North, you know, it has really no, no standing because we always know, Ma'achalkas Beis Hillel, Beis Shammai, Halacha, Beis Hillel. Fine, the Gibran is not done. We had a case of the brother, sorry, the wife of my brother that was not in the world, meaning he, uh, that, there, that the brother who's going to do Yibum later was not yet born when the original brother passed away. 
right? The pligi Rabbi Shimon for Rabbanon, the Katani, and that was a machlokas between Shimon and Rabbanon, and yet we quote it. And in fact, uh, Rashi points out the case. Um, right, well, the Gemara continues. The pligi of Shimon Rabbanon, the Katani, but no the Basof Yabam. The original question of the plea of Shimon Rabban and the Katani mean that, that it was originally uh, that case is a case of Bachlokas between Shimon and Rabban and nevertheless we quote in the Mishnah. So the Gemara answers, What's the case? We're talking about a case as follows. Well, actually, let's explain as follows. Let, let, let's explain it. There are basically two scenarios um, that we're talking about um, the scenario of. Scenario of Aishas Achiv Shalahela the Lamo. There's basically two situations that can that can come up. The the situation is as follows: Ruvain, right, is married to his wife, um, and he has a brother Shimon. Ruvain passes away with no children. Um, at that point, Ruvain's wife is now coming to Shimon to uh, to do yibum. Before that happens, or there are two possibilities. Um, Levi is born. Regardless, in both cases, Levi is born after Ruvain dies. And that's, that's the case in both situations. And the scenario we've been talking about until now is that what we assumed is that because Levi never um, was alive at a time to have the Isser of Aishas Ach um, by his wife, his sister-in-law exist while he is alive so that it could be ever terminated when, when he would die and have Yibam, so that, that Isser always kind of remains. That, that she was at one point his 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 uh, his brother's sister his brother's wife and but he never could debut because he wasn't born when they were married, um, so so that's why he's sort of rejected in the way we've always read, always read the mission that way. However, Shimon says as follows: Well, basically we have two scenarios. One case is where Reuven and Shimon again um, um, are both alive. Reuven Reuven dies without any children, and now. And now she falls to Shimon uh, for Yibam. Before Shimon ever does Yibam, what happens? Levi is born before the Yibam. Okay? Um, and therefore, when, when, when Levi is born, this, this wife is. Um, it remains a surah to him because, again, when, when he was born, she, he was, she was never. Um, she wasn't married to his brother at that time. She was just waiting for Yibam from Shimon. And therefore, in that scenario, she, uh, she remains um, a surah to Levi. And even Rav Shimon agrees in that case that she's a surah to him. The question is, what happens in another scenario where Ruvain dies? Shimon does, uh, sorry, Ruvain dies. Shimon performs Yibam. And then Levi's born afterwards. What's the difference? The difference is that when Levi's first born, this woman is already Shimon's wife, right? In which case, it's sort of like Shimon's wife, who's just his brother's wife. And then if Shimon would die child without, without children, she would now, he would now be able to do even with her. So Shimon says in that situation, uh, Levi can do, can do even with her. However, there are abundant and say no. And it doesn't matter. Since her original status came from her, the original brother, again, that he was never alive at the same time, that original Isser of, you know, that Shalayab Lama remains in place. So basically, so basically what the Gemara comes to say is what's the answer to the, to the Kasha? We're talking in a situation where 
he was uh, first. And we're talking about a case where Levi um, is born before Shimon does Yibam. Right? If Levi is born before Shimon does Yibam, then even, there are, even if Shimon agrees. And that situation, that she remains, uh, that, that Reuben's original wife remains a steward to Levi, even if Shimon would pass away after to that children. And therefore, the bottom line is, it's not a machlokas. Uh, right? In that case, low peligrushin. In, in that case, it's not a machlokas. Um, so, so the answer, the answer was, but no love of Sophie even. Um, right, in that case, low So says, wait a second, not so What do you mean? Rabbi says that's not true. Rabbi Shimon actually disagreed even in the first case. So the Gemara answers, no problem. How you so safe, Rabbi Yoshia? That's not true. Rabbi Yoshia was was rejected later, so uh, that's not a problem. Okay. The Gemara at this point is going to discuss a uh, another case, which is the subject of uh, Machlokas. And the Gemara wants to make it, a, you know, to prove from there that even cases of Machlokas recorded in the Mishnah. Um, it's a it's a pretty complex case. It's a tremendous amount of notes in the uh, in the article and a very huge Rashi down here in, on Testament base. I'm going to do my best to explain the case without going through the entire process here, but in a way that at least we can take it home if anybody wants to, you know, read. Uh, if you have the the you know the uh, fortitude to do so to read through. Each case in Rashi, you go through each and every one of the 15 cases that applies to this case. I'll explain what we're talking about now. Um, the, the mission says as follows. It was Gemara says as follows. I'm Rabbi Yehuda Marav. Doesn't Rabbi Yehuda say the name of Rav? When it comes to all of the 15 Arayas listed in the original Mishnah, by those cases, and I can say about them, if she's forbidden to one, she's, mut, she's permitted to the other. But if she's forbidden, forbidden to one, she's, she's permitted to the other. What are we talking about? We'll explain in a second. And um, this is true also when it comes to the case of the sister, who is also a Yivama, can either do Chalitza or do Yibamu. We're going to have to explain what this means. So basically, the, the case is as follows. Um, it's based on the Mishnah and and explains the following case. You have four brothers, okay? And those four brothers... The, out of the four, there are two of them who are married to two sisters. So two brothers married to two sisters, but they themselves, the brothers, have two other brothers. Both of these men die without children. Okay? And what happens? In that situation, so you now the two other brothers have a zika to the two sisters. So what happens in such a case? So the halacha is that they can't do yibum with either of them. And they just do chalitza. Why? It's similar to a case that I think that we mentioned before, that both the sisters are have a zika for yibam to both brothers. And the halacha is that just like you can't marry two, can't marry two sisters, you also can't marry a woman if you have a zika to yibam with her sister. That's midirabana. So that's only midirabana, and therefore. Um, since, again, both brothers have a connection to both sisters, neither of them can do yibum, they both do chalitza. Fine. Um, but that, that Mishnah continues and explains what would happen if one of the women, again, whose husband had passed away, is actually an erva to one of these other brothers. 
because if they're an Arab to them, what happens? So let's say that's they're her, uh, his daughter, let's say, um, or daughter-in-law. So what's going to happen? In that scenario, so let's say we have these two, these two leftover um, um, surviving brothers, Reuven and Shimon. So Reuven, let's say one of these women is Reuven's daughter-in-law. So what, what does that mean? That means that Reuven has no Zika to Yibam to one of these women, and he has just a Zika to the other woman. And, now, and, and that means now, by marrying her, doing Yibam with her wouldn't be a problem for him, because again, the other woman, he, she doesn't have a Zika, he doesn't have a Zika to Yibam to the sister, because she's, she's assured him totally. Because um, again, remember, they're not Saros, right? They're not co-wives. They're married to two separate brothers. So, in that scenario, um, right, so that brother, um, let's say Ruvain, who's, to whom one of the women was an erva, the other woman he's permitted to Yibum with. But the first, but the other brother, Shimon, to whom neither of these women is an erva, um, and really are both have, have a zika, a connection to him, he can't marry either of them. Fine. The Mishnah then also talks about another case, and that is, what if, the, again, you're Reuven and Shimon, and one of the women is an erva to Reuven, and one of the women is an erva to Shimon. So again, for each of them, only one woman is even permitted in the first place, um, because the other woman is out, is out for them because they are, um, they're an erva to him, to, to, one to Reuven and one to Shimon. So that's when we say, what's muteris lazez, is sur lazez, muteris lazez, is sur lazez. In that case, the one who is, again, the woman who's forbidden to Reuven is permitted to Shimon. The woman who's forbidden to Shimon is permitted to Reuven. And that's, the, that's what the Mishnah was talking about. And that's why her sister, then the line in the Gemara continues, Ba'achosa, her sister, who is a, her co-yavama, can do chalitza with the other person, or can do yibum, because again, they're permitted to each group. Rashi goes through each and every one of the cases, and explains, and they do the same thing in the art scroll, explains each and every one of the 15 cases from the Mishnah, and explains how this could, this could play out, and each one a lot, a lot of a lot of uh, charts, etc. Uh, if you want to go through them, it's uh, very fascinating, but it's all just applying this same rule. So the Gemara is going to now give different explanations, actually three different explanations of this, of this uh, halacha. So Yehuda Metargeim, Rabbi Yehuda explains mechamoso va'elach avashita babideresha lo. So he said, Yehuda says this this whole rule only applies from the example of chamoso, right, mother-in-law, and further on in the mission. If you go back to the mission on Beis Amalaf, you see all 15 cases. So he's talking already only from um, case number seven, which is the mother-in-law and on for this case, but the first six cases not, which are all cases that involve um, Bito, Bas Bito, your daughter, your, your daughter's daughter, your son's daughter, etc. Why is that not included? My time, because huh? the only way you can have such a scenario of of this thing playing out with the four brothers and two of them being married um, to two sisters and then having Reuven and Shimon, the two surviving brothers, uh, be able to marry them and one be ever the one and one be ever the other, it's only possible if the two of them, uh, if these daughters were born out of wedlock. Um, they're through, through a, a case of, of, of you know, Anusa. Okay, if you go through uh, the, the notes in the, the elaborate notes in your article and through the Rashi, it explains exactly why this is the case. Uh, but the bottom line is that that's the only way you can get to a scenario of, of, of daughters in such a case. And the Yisu and Lomish, um, and the Yisu and Lomish Kachasla. 
but it can't happen in a case where they're, where they're married. And then basically that he wants to argue that we're talking only about a case where they were married, nothing about a case where they, you know, the case of Anusa uh, over here. So basically a Bito referred to in our original mission refers to a, a normal case of Bito, a case of Bito through, through marriage. Um, okay, now uh, Abaya gives another explanation. Abaya mitagim af Bito meanusaso. No, so Abaya says no. We're to, we're, the, this, this rule is talking even in the case of a daughter from a case of Anusa. Because uh, since the case of a, of a daughter is, is possible for this scenario, if it's, if it's found through a case of Anusa, right, where the woman had been raped, so fine. It, 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 we, we can find such a case. And if it's a case of being married, so fine also. But Abai continues, But the case that we mentioned just, just recently again, of the brother who was, again, not alive when the original brother passed away, um, lo, that case is not included. My Because again, we mentioned before, because only that, that's a, that was a case where the Gemara mentioned before was actually a case of Machlokas, depending on how, which case you're talking about. Um, and since it becomes a machlokas, again, so then Abaya, even though he excludes all the cases of, of, of daughters, even though it's the case of Anusa, he's not going to include the case that that's a machlokas. And now there's a third example, a third explanation of this, of this line. Rav Safra, Mitargeim, Rav Safra explains, Af Eishas Achiv Shlohe he even excludes, includes the case of, again, the, uh, the uh, brother, the, the wife of, of your brother, who they were not allowed at the same time, the two brothers, and also the six cases of brothers. Right, again, a case involving Shita uh, Achim, meaning cases of originally six brothers, not just four, um, and all according to Rabbi Shimon. And you have a Simanech, always means like some mnemonic for, for remembering the case. Mace Nolad Vayibem, Mace Nolad Vayibem. It has this in a mana because mace no love means the person dies, then someone else is born, and then yibum takes place. Right? This is according only according to Shimon that the yibum can take place with this person who was again not even alive when his brother had passed away. But the point of all this is that it teaches us; it shows an example of where the Mishnah again, according to Rebbe at least, that we uh, a Mishnah dealing with the case of Machlokas, the case of Rebbe Shimon. Uh, the, the case of the, the, the brother who wasn't alive, Levi wasn't alive when his brother, brother passed away. Um, and then nevertheless, he can do Yubim, at least according to Shimon. But it's, again, it's a case of Machlokas, and nevertheless, it's mentioned in the first and original Mishnah. You told me that, our, that we don't have a Machlokas in our original Mishnah. So answer the Gemara, El Rebbe, Haini, Haini, So okay, so you just say, fine, the Rebbe doesn't agree with this, uh, this approach of, of Ravchia. And that's why... Um, that now we know now we don't have an example of a, machlo, a case of machlokas which was included in the mission. And the bottom line being, this answers our original question from the beginning of Testament Aleph, which was, um, why do you have only fifteen uh, arise included, and not sixteen? And the original answer was because we only include cases that are not subject to machlokas, and you, uh, that that's still the case now. The Rebbe still holds that the reason we include fifteen arise and not sixteen is because you only include cases that are not the subject are subject of machlokas. Uh, quite a uh, an omelet here, uh, but it brings us to the end of Testament Bays. And again, Mitzvah Shem on Monday, we will begin Daf Yud.